Welcome to The Rich Report, a podcast with news and information on high-performance computing. Today, my guest is from a company called Novel Therm. It's a startup. We have Greg Stewart, who is the CEO and founder of the company. Greg, welcome to the show today. Well, thank you, Rich. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, Greg, you know, I'm, I'm glad you could come on. I think you're, what you're doing is very novel indeed. The name is, is very apt. Novel Therm uses geothermal energy to power data centers. And uh, um, boy, I mean, I, I'm just real curious before we get going, where did it well, come Well, actually, from? it was in my shower, Rich. Yeah? Um, <laughs> yeah? In the yeah, steam? I, uh, yeah, I'd been uh, working on geothermal because I saw it as, the, as a much more viable uh, renewable energy resource that just wasn't getting exploited. And... Uh, in my search, I came across a particular technology, uh, let's say modified Stirling engine. It's been around about 20 years. Mm-hmm. Great inventor, sweetheart guy. Not much of a marketer, but this technology can make electricity with very low temperature. And we'll talk about that later, but mm-hmm. basically the temperature of hot coffee. Yeah, and okay. That that resource is very plentiful, and so then we had to figure out a way to make money with it because feeding the grid is not very profitable and uh, didn't justify the CapEx. Oh, I see. Yeah. But powering data centers, particularly HPC data centers, uh, does. And so that's how we got started. A a team of us found each other and uh, filed a patent for uh, this process. Mm -hmm. So. You know, it's uh, we're going along. It's really quite quite uh, gratifying. Well, you know, it, it's great because a lot of, as you know, a lot of HPC work is around, you know, creating new technologies that can save our planet from things like, you know, global warming, and uh, you know, to to kind of turn it around and like let's use the Earth's uh, energy to power these HPC simulations. That's that's a pretty cool idea, Greg. So, congratulations on that. <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah. Well, well, Greg, why don't we get? Why don't we, I've got your slides up. Why don't we go through that and then we'll do uh, a Q and A at the end. Okay. Well, uh, let's do uh, slide number two then. And you know, um, this problem is is obvious to anyone in in the HPC world. Uh, you know, but overall data center demand is through the roof. From what I'm told by people like uh, Digital and others, it's uh, expanding just powerfully. Um, the amount of energy required is stunning, and uh, you know, power's not cheap. If we try to power all of data center growth, including HPC, with with regular uh, power production, we're, you know, that's a lot of a lot of damage. So we want to come up with something different. So, you know, our system is off grid, and so we can avoid outages and blackouts and all of that. And of course, we're absolutely uh, carbon-free as opposed to what's going on currently. So, so we, you know, we need a new data center energy model, and we think we're not the solution, but we're certainly part of it. So, uh, so, so slide three then has the details of um, what we were just speaking of. The amount of power, as you can see, is Massive. That's just for data center use, the 416 terawatts. Um, you know, cost is uh, globally is pretty high, 
and um, we expect that to continue. Uh, it's a lot of CO2 being admitted uh, per year, and uh, it, if it does, in fact, grow three times, my guess is it's probably going to grow more than that. You know, the grid itself has problems, um, and, you know, uh, a lot of times it delivers dirty electricity. Of course, you can screen for that, but nevertheless, it, it's an issue. We don't have that. Um, you're going to have unavoidable surges and losses. You're going to have demand strain on local grids. Sometimes there are power taps and brownouts and blackouts. And, and then, you know, traditional purchase of renewables tends to be fairly costly. This is our remedy, of course. We're off-grid. We make our own power. Um, it's an ultra-low PUE because we combine the, the low-cost power production, geothermal, with Immersion cooling, and uh, as you know, they have uh, they're pretty darn efficient. Um, and we're teamed up, um, teamed up in a strategic way with uh, Green Revolution Cooling, but there are others that could do the job. Um, and so, uh, you know, our overall cost structure ends up being about half of what AWS charges for our retail use. And of course, everything is modular. Not only the data center, but the um, power production as well. So uh, when we go to slide number six, you can see uh, from the photos that uh, the resource is very plentiful. Um, we, right now, we're working on six different properties in and about the Reno area. Um, so the, the wells we drill are uh, low-cost because they're shallow water wells, because our temperature doesn't have to be that hot, so we don't have to drill down 5,000, 10,000 feet for the traditional geothermal fluids. We can get away with, like I said, hot coffee. So at 160 to 220 degree F at boiling is um, easy to find. So it's plentiful. And so uh, heading to slide number seven, here's a picture of one of the iterations of the power plant. And it's a modified Stirling engine. And it's very unique and it's uh, relatively low cost. And the OPEX is uh, one and a half cents per kilowatt an hour. That's really low. Uh, it's, it's a yeah closed loop system. So no odors, it's uh, quiet, and um, so it, it's, it's uh, let's say, neighborhood-friendly, even though most of our sites are, you know, outside of uh, uh, urban areas. The, the lifespan of the engine is very hardy. It's about a 40-year's lifespan, and uh, at 185 degrees F, it hits 20% efficient, and there is no other geothermal power plant that can claim that. So we combine our wonderful geothermal uh, power plant with uh, immersion cooling, and most people know the benefits of that. It's uh, you know low cost. Again, you don't have to build an uh, expensive uh, air-cooled data center. You can do it with uh, immersion tanks, and so it's you know 10% the cost of a traditional cooling system. It's 90% higher server density. Uh, inert 
dielectric fluid, so you know you don't have dust problems, you don't have vibration problems, uh, you have a nice PUE that's ridiculously low, and uh, it's uh, modular. So uh, you know you order it, and six months later or less, uh, you know the data center arrives. This gives you a, a, a schematic sense of how small uh, these uh, op operations are. That's about a 5,000 foot equivalent data center. So, you know, get, you know, if we're going to do uh, that, would be a, a half a megawatt deployment. You know, what we do is we, we, you, you can't just build a, a geothermal power plant in a data center. You have to go get permission from the local government agency to do that. And that takes a while. That's anywhere from nine months to a year just to get the right to go do it. So we do that now. We're in the process of doing that now on a, on a couple of sites. And once they're approved, then once the order's placed from a client, it's really, you know, we're talking six, eight, nine months max for uh, you know, a data center to be up and running. We'd like to make that point. Uh, modular heat engines produce electricity 24-7, and we, 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 we're redundant. In other words, we do them in those modules you saw, which are 250 kW modules. So if we do a, a megawatt deployment, we'll do five of those so that uh, we can uh, rotate, so that we're never down, so that we're redundant right on site. Uh, version cooling, of course, operates very well. So the overall cost is, again, about half of AWS. So basically, a client comes to us, he tells us what equipment he wants, you know, uh, who you're is it, you know, is it uh, Hewlett-Packard, is it Down, you know, tell us what uh, search you want, uh, and all the other uh, accoutrements to, to that. And um, so we provide everything um, it's a fixed price, again, roughly about half of AWS. There's no upfront investment from the client. They simply sign a take-or-pay contract and uh, deliver a wholesale price, which is kind of hard to beat. I mean, if, if you're someone like Penguin or Digital, uh, hey, uh, you know, sign a contract. We use your the your net worth and go ahead and finance that and build the data center for exclusively. And here at Novel Therm, you know, we retain the ownership. So uh, you don't have to worry about that. And that, of course, eliminates the equipment risk. We take all that on. If there's failure in, in, the, in the data center, that, that's coming on our shoulders. And um, so, again, if you, if you like Dell and Dell doesn't like to guarantee immersion cool Server blades, you don't have to worry about that. As a customer, we take that risk. And uh... Well, Greg, I guess a bunch of questions come to mind here. Uh, first of all, do you guys buy the ground that you're building these data centers on? We do. You buy the ground. We do. And then you get the rights from the government to drill because it's it's like drilling for oil. It, it, you you got to have permission, right? Exactly. Is, yeah. Is there any harm that you're doing to the earth? I mean, like, are you depleting warmth or something? I mean, or yeah. hurting yeah. the environment in you any way? Yeah. Yeah, that question comes up. It, it, it's it's kind of humorous to the geologists. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, 
because you know there's a massive body of heat and uh yeah. Yeah. basically the locations are either um they're either volcanic like mm-hmm. on uh you know, the Caribbean islands, the Antilles chain, they have lots of volcanic hot water there. Yeah. Or they're, they're uh, along fault lines, mm. earthquake fault lines. And yeah. So uh, the fault lines allow water to go down deep where uh, you've got, you know, hot earth temperatures. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so the water is, is perpetually reheated, if you will. And so we don't, we don't, bring the water up and let it, you know, flow onto the land. We don't do that. We, right. we put it right back where it came from. Okay. okay. So it's a, it's a virtuous cycle. I gotcha. It's just cooler when you put it back. Um, a little bit cooler. A little yeah. bit cooler. Yeah. So I, I, the reason I ask is because there's all these allegations that fracking is causing earthquakes, right? But they're, yeah. they're yeah. extracting water and stuff and oil out of the ground. Right. Yeah. So, okay. You, you get a collapsing sort of thing, but that doesn't happen. You put okay. it right back in. Okay. So okay. So if I'm a university, you're basically selling computing as a service with this we are. method of generating the electricity, such that you're not having to pay, you know, Portland General Electric like I do. You, the Earth yeah. provides it and uh, continually yeah. provides it, uh, kind of like they do in Iceland. Um, with their power generation, exactly right right exactly so mm-hmm. so what kind of scenario greg would be good i mean i'm just thinking like uh if i was in uh, saudi arabia and i plop this there and i do my seismic processing right where i get the you know the the data from the seismic charges this kind of thing is that what you're thinking or is this more you know like for a university that just wants to pay less for their cycles. Yeah, I think, you know, the a university, for example, you know, Cal State University system is the biggest college system. They use quite a bit of HPC, mm-hmm. but it's sprinkled out through a number of campuses. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they're all hooked up to mostly AWS, and that's what I understand. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're approaching them with an idea of putting it all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, they want to be. They want to be green. They really do, yeah. and uh, and they also want a good buy. And yeah. so we're both that. Yeah. yeah. And then how do you get the data <laughs> out of the desert and into the desert and all that? Is it? Uh, oh yeah. Well, you'd be surprised how readily available fiber is. Um, mm. It's. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, the sites for the sites I'm working on right now, I've been told by my. Uh, broker who does the fiber work that uh, it's can be uh, it can have redundant fiber mm-hmm. wow. out there so you know, yeah. i mean we're talking out there right so, right uh, yeah. yeah so even reno i mean what i, I know from my experience in, in las vegas at the switch networks uh they have some of the biggest pipes uh data pipes in the world going in and out of there because oh, yeah. yeah and uh Yes, switches in Reno too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. They are. I forgot. Yeah. So, so where do you go from here? Are you looking for partners? What's What's the call to action? I mean, uh, uh, you, you know. You're... Well, um, we're fairly well funded uh, mm-hmm. with uh, seed capital to to get to a place where we would then, with a client and a contract, go out and finance 
individual projects. So okay. Novel Therm is the development entity, yeah. and uh, and then it uh, will have separate standalone data center projects mm-hmm. uh, with each client uh, that we uh, accompany. Yeah. yeah. And how big, I mean, you have uh, two containers there full of these immersion-cooled uh, uh, computers. I mean, is there any reason you couldn't have a, a dozen uh, of these with multiple Sterling engines? Or Yes, yeah, you, you, good point, Rich. Um, yeah. What limits the size? Well, the answer is the, the resource extraction. Mm-hmm. Most of these locations that we're working on are at minimum two megawatts. Okay. But some of them are 12 to 15 megawatts. So we would just add more wells, yeah. add more equipment as we add more clients. Yeah, and and when you're talking 15 megawatts, that's about the range of the world's most powerful computer now, which is Summit in Oak Ridge, is right around there. I think it's 17 megawatts or something. And that's mm-hmm. a, you know a, over a 100 petaflop machine, closer to 200, right? So big yeah. stuff. Wow. It is big stuff, and we could do big stuff. There's The only limit, again, is mm-hmm. the resource, but yeah. as you saw from the map, there's a lot of resource. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, th- this is really exciting, Greg. I mean, I think I was reading that very soon uh, 1.5% of the world's energy production will go into s- data centers. And, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, and it's just rising. It's, you know, Google and everybody are building these things as fast as they can to make money with. Yep. Right. So, wow. And we want to help them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we want to do it right. We want to do it it right. Right. Well, well, Greg, I guess, uh, I, you know, we talked about a call to action, but how how do they engage with Novel Therm now? I mean, uh, people that might be interested. Yeah. We, we do have a website, of course, Uh, uh, NovelTherm.com and, Mm -hmm. uh, people can reach out through that. Yeah. Um, if, if they want, uh, you know, I'm happy to, my phone number is direct line is five six two seven one two two thousand five, and uh, you know we're happy to take calls and uh, you know put out uh, proposals as, okay. as as we engage. All right. And are you planning on coming to any trade shows? I know I missed you at Dallas at SC eighteen. You got what's your calendar looking like? Well, we're scheduled for um, Denver uh, next year for yep. SE19. Yep. And uh, our demonstration machine that we had there uh, last year that uh, was was a big hit. Mm-hmm. Believe me, engineers loved it. Uh, but the machine wasn't working then. We lost a valve. But uh, this year it'll be uh, functioning. People will be able to see what we do in the field and actually watch a small version modified Sterling engine, uh, make electricity and run the little computer on it. Oh, wow. Do you hook it up to a coffee maker? To, to uh, pretty much. It's, it's, got, it's got a uh, homemade yeah. hot water heater. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, we just plug it in the wall so we make uh-huh. hot water, you know, yeah. as a uh, substitute for the geothermal. But uh, but then you get to watch it work. And it's uh, it's yeah. it's really... A dazzling show. Let's wow. put it that way. Wow. Well, well, Greg. I, hey, congratulations. This is so innovative, and it uh, just sounds like great news for the planet if we can make this stuff at scale, um, rather than burning coal yeah. and all this other stuff, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Hope to have grandchildren, and boy, that's 
That's why I'm doing it. That's why I'm motivated. <laughs> really? That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, Greg. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, thanks a lot for coming on the show today. I look forward to meeting you in person at the next show and seeing this for myself. So uh, great yeah, job. Yeah. 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 All right. Thank buddy. you. Well, that's it for the Rich Report, folks. Stay tuned for more news and information on high-performance computing.